Hey, my name is Jason. I'm the producer of It Starts With Attraction. I wanted to let you know that we have a brand new website solely dedicated to working on your pies. Introducing ItStartsWithAttraction.com. You can listen to every episode, learn about the pies, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Go to ItStartsWithAttraction.com. It starts with attraction, one word. It starts with attraction.com to get signed up today. To actually take the concept of working on your pies into stride and to start doing it. Today, we are interviewing Kelly. Kelly was a member of one of my Pies University classes, and she did her pies amazingly well. Her journey with working on her pies has been about a year or a year and a half long. And in this episode, I talk with Kelly and have her share with us what it meant to her when she found out about the pies, how she started working on her pies, and what difference it has made in her life to actually implement these things that she's been learning, what it has looked like for her, how she's done it, and the amazing changes that she has seen in herself and the changes that others have seen in her. I cannot wait for you to hear from Kelly in today's episode. Hey, my name is Kimberly Beam Holmes, and this is It Starts With Attraction, where we discuss how to become the most attractive that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, or as us insiders call it, the pies. You can become more attractive to others and most importantly, to yourself. We will teach you how. Let's dive in. Kelly, I am so excited to talk to you because first of all, this is my first time actually talking to you. I've (laughs) interacted with you in digital form through like Facebook groups and webinars and things before. And you, your name is one of those that when I see it now, I just think, girl's got it. Like she knows what she's saying. (laughs) She knows what she's talking about. And I just thought it would be so great for our listeners that are going to be listening to this podcast to hear of someone who's in it, in the day to day, you know, and you're doing this, you're making your pies work. And you've been such an encouragement to the people in the Facebook group that we have in the pies university course that we have. You've just, you've just really been a really strong inspiration and influence in those groups. And so thank you for joining me for today. Well, thank you. I'm nervous and honored. (laughs) You're going to be good. You got this. You got this. What, What first attracted you to this concept of pies? When you heard about it, what about it resonated with you? Well, honestly, it first came through Marriage Helper. Um, when I was introduced to that and got myself enrolled in there and then um, you and Dr. Bean talked about uh, the pies piece of it. And at that point in my life, um, I needed something and to find myself again, been separated a little over a year. Um, so it's been a struggle to find who am I again? Um, there's been some, a lot of changes, not along the separation, but things that work. I was involved in so many committees and I chaired so many of those and was leader in this and leader in that. And, and all of a sudden it all just stopped. And that was my identity. Um, I raised dogs for many, many years. Um, I was known, where's your dog? You don't have a dog with you. That was my identity. And um, 
I've thought of it is stop. So when I got involved in Marriage Helper and then did the boot camp, mm-hmm. I was at a spot with the boot camp that uh, I was doing it. But then when you came out with the university and we went into more in depth, that helped. And I also was in a better state myself to work on it. Um, Not saying I didn't struggle. (laughs) Believe me, I struggled. Um, But it it helped with the university piece to take those elements and we broke them down. And it helped me to think outside the box. Because again, I was in a fog. And I know there's many of us that are in that fog and just can't seem to think beyond the normal. And that's where I was at, taking them little by little that each week that we did them, it just, oh, yeah, then the light bulb goes off. <laughs> so, so that was what brought me. And then, you know, the familiarity of the pie to the marriage helper. And then when you offered this, it just allowed that more in-depth um, opportunity to really, I can do this and I'm not alone. But yeah, that's basically what attracted me is I need to do something for myself to find me again. Mm-hmm. And so how have you found you in this journey with what you've been doing with the pies? What does that look like in your life, actually implementing them and living them out? Still a work in progress, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. I can do this. I am alone. I don't have any children at home. Um, my two have grown and moved out. I'm at a, I'm at a different, some of them have children, have different uniqueness. I'm alone. And to be honest, on the outside, everyone sees she's got this, just like you said. And but in the inside is a different person. Mm. Um, and that's where I needed this to say, I am strong. I can do this. Um, I'm capable of completing some things. Um, and that's where I speak about this to everyone. They're like, what are you doing? What's, you know, I talk about, oh, I take this class and what's the class you're doing? Well, I'm doing this pie thing. It's physical, it's intellectual. And I, I get excited about it. It's like for me to talk about it helps and um, the challenges that you put out there. I remember the one here, I wrote it down, um, eat something green every day. Um, that it just, it just gave me incentive and I can do this and that I am a strong person, but I'm not alone in this either. To find me, um, I'm not alone and I am stronger than I am showing on the outside. I'm just as strong on the inside. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> you know, I, again, like you were just saying, I don't even think you're alone in that, in that there's things that you say to yourself that you may not say to others or others may not see about you. You know, that inner voice that we have that, that tells us we're not good enough, you know? How has that, or has it, in in the fat in the work that you've been doing with your pies, um, which looks different in each season of your life? And I'll ask you about a question about that in a minute. But how has doing these things changed that voice? Has it changed that voice for you? Yes and no. Um, yes, more yes than no. Um, it's definitely improvement. It allows me to look at things differently and I'm more positive. I have not allowed myself um, throughout all of this um, duration of my life here to look at things negative. And I know that once I start thinking negative, it all is going to spiraling right down. Um, but this has helped me to stay positive. 
stay focused, stay accountable. That accountability, being on the Facebook group um, also helps to that community, that connection with everybody. And that it shows that I'm not alone and that I can be encouraging. Um, mm-hmm. And that I try to take those encouragement statements like, okay, now they say you got to do it yourself too. Um, or I have done them um, before I make the comments too. So um, that way I know I'm not feeling falseness or anything like that too. And none of them are false um, that I have, have made either. So, but for myself, I have improved overall and it's taken time. And it, as I said, it's been over a year, had the downs and then, uh, and the ups. Has the way that you have viewed the pies changed as well? Like, did you go into it thinking, oh, I really need to, you know, maybe work on my emotional attraction or spiritual attraction. And now you look at them and you're like, you know, I did that. I've, I've improved in that area. And now I'm focusing more on another area. Has there been movement in that for you? Yes, because now the second time here, I'm actually sticking with the physical aspects of things because that actually, when I, um, I re-looked over the boot camp assessment and looked at the Pied University's assessment and physical still ranked the lowest um, when I went through the questions. Um, so this second time around, I'm trying to implement more walking into my daily, not for weight loss, but just more that physical exercise to get out. Um, because I know it works for me. I just need to get it back in my routine again and work it back in there. When I started the university, I really thought emotional was going to be my lowest point, and it wasn't. It was physical again. So both times, the boot camp and this time, physical was. So I was like, you know what? I'll do the physical because then that, if I don't get that settled first, the rest of them weren't going to fall into place because mm-hmm. that was still going to be my my weak point. Mm-hmm. Um and, uh, you know, for the avenue that I took for the meals part of it, I needed to do that because then the other stuff was going to get lower and lower if I didn't work on that lower piece. First. Yeah. So tell our audience what, what that means. So the first time you took Pies University, you did the most beautiful job of anyone <laughs> I have ever seen in setting a goal and setting a plan to meet that goal. It was beautiful. So tell our listeners. What that oh, thank is. you. <laughs> well, what I chose was to eat better and eat more better, healthier meals at home during the separation. Um, obviously, I, I mentioned that I'm alone. So eating dinner alone was very, very difficult for me. That was hard. Um, going from four to three to two, then to one overnight. That was very difficult. And I struggled for months and I was eating out, take out. Honestly, I sat with a bowl of ice cream at night. That was dinner. Um, and that was not keeping me in a mental state of mind. Again, at work, people would say, oh, you're eating okay. You're eating okay. I'm like, eh, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, um, I would bring stuff at work, you know, that appear to be healthy your yogurt and I would take I really like those tuna packet things and mm-hmm. if I had some leftover uh, stuff at home I would take it dinner has always been the, the main meal all growing up and that's kind of what I've carried through so fixing something at home was a struggle and I was throwing away more food than I should have been this allowed me to say hey I need 
to do this for myself. So when I made up my plan, it was shop around the outer ring of the store. Stop going in the aisles. I read something or heard something at some point by somebody that said, don't shop those center aisles. That's where your high carbs are. That's where all your pre-made box food and stuff is all at. The non I mean, yes, it's delicious. And don't get me wrong. I'll get some crackers or some cookies once in a while. But that's not my main part. The produce, mm-hmm. the fresh fruits, the outside, you know, the cheeses, my dairy. And yes, ice cream's on the outside, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I still get my ice cream. But uh, <laughs> you got to have your treats. You got to have yes. treats. Well, you have to. You can't. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. That diets don't work for me. Um because mm-hmm. being so strict makes me so frustrated and anxiety and so so unfocused. So I don't diet. I can't do that. But this allowed me to be flexible. And when I I would write out the meal plan, I would put it on my calendar and I would see, okay, do I need this? I would it it allowed me to go get things out of the freezer because I knew what I was gonna do on Thursday. So on Monday I had to get things out of the freezer to have an extra thawed. And before I wouldn't do that, even when I had a house full, I would stress out what to fix for dinner because everything was always frozen. And my husband did ninety percent of the cooking. Mm-hmm. And uh, so by doing this, I shopped the outside, I pre-planned out my meals. If someone called up and said, Hey, you wanna go to dinner tonight? I'm like, sure, why not? It wasn't meals that I couldn't not have the next night. Right. Um, or if it was meat that was thawed and it really needed to be cooked, I did it. I just cooked it up and fixed it and had it for the next day. But it also allowed me to have a better lunches, too. I could take into work or leftovers for another night. I even planned in there leftover night so that I didn't have nice. to cook every night. Look so at you. if I... <laughs> so um so then you know say i fixed something big on monday and then i would have the leftovers by wednesday thursday or you know it, it got me through the week for lunches at work or i took in the whole thing at leftovers to have for work for everyone to share i even did those options too and overall doing the meal thing has just it's made it okay to eat alone i guess the key thing too is being flexible so many, I mean, I have, you know, seen on the Facebook and things how they're like, I haven't done this and run all this, all that. but don't let go of that. Just because you let one day slide, don't just pick up the next day or pick up the next minute or pick it up the next hour or something. Don't give up. I mean, that's the oh. biggest thing, you know, there's, you can finish this. I struggle taking medication. <laughs> I usually don't do the last two days and I finished this. <laughs> So. <laughs> That's awesome. so. Like when you have a Z-Pack or antibiotic, you're like, I'm fine. I don't need it anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple days left. Oh, I'm doing right. good. So, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> so, overall, I mean, it, the whole journey was fun, encouraging, enlightening. Um, what else did I write down? Enjoyable. The connection, knowing that we were not alone in this. And mm-hmm. even you shared your, your parts of this. And it's like a lot of times you get people who haven't been through this and it's hard to connect. And you were able to connect with all of us in that personal aspect of things. And that was essential, I think, for all of us. You know, that's an interesting point because I, I may have said this in, in some of the, the teachings or something, but 
I have spent a lot of my life feeling like I wasn't important and that mm-hmm. why would someone care about my experience when there's other people who are <laughs> better, smarter, you know, they've done it, you know, and it's like, they can just go listen to them. And so even doing this, even creating this podcast has been something that was a huge, uh, most people probably wouldn't look at me and think I lack confidence, but I going Same into here. Things, like, <laughs> right, like going into things like this, it's like, you're putting so much of yourself out there. And it's like, who cares? Like in the end, who would care? Um, but what you just said is so essential. And not just with me, but like with you and what you brought to that group is when people are able to step out and be vulnerable and share their experiences and encourage others with it, that's never going to come back void. It's always going to speak to someone or give an influence to someone in an area that they needed at the time. And I don't think we should ever underestimate our voice and our experiences because someone else will be impacted in a positive way from them. And it may not be in a huge way, so to say, but it can be, if it really speaks strongly to one person and you encourage them to do something amazing with their life, that's not any less important than being on a stage and speaking to 10,000 people who may or may not remember that speech next month. Right. You know, so that is a huge, a huge point. I think that, and again, I've said this, that you have done that um, really well in our groups of just being that encouraging voice for people. And even if what you've said so far on this podcast of, you know, don't, get, don't give up. Here's all of the reasons I had stacked against me to not want to do this, to want to give up, you know, everything, but you did it. You did it. You did it. Yes, I did. <laughs> and I share it. I, I don't yeah. keep it to myself either. So, um, I have a couple of friends I want to, you know, show this to, but I don't think they're quite ready for it yet. So mm-hmm. in time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. got to know when it's right. Um, and it's been a blessing to have the, the Facebook group too, because I have my faith. There's several of us that do have believe in Christ and it's allowed me to even work on that spiritual piece with this because I'm not one to share that part of my life. Doing this um, has allowed me even though it's just typing, it's not, but it's a way of communicating it and um, letting my faith and those words come out in that aspect too, in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So you mentioned that you have two kids. Yes. They're two. 19 and 21. Okay. So have they noticed a difference in you in the past year? Well, that is a strange relationship with our kids. At this point, I don't have a lot of communication with our son other than through occasional Facebook messaging. With our daughter, I just have started in the last couple of months actually seeing her. So and that's been a lot of just Facebook messaging to um, it's been a kind of an estranged relationship with them. For them to say anything, they pro- you know, they haven't seen the day to day. So not even really answer that. So. And I really haven't allowed them into that piece of it either. So mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Because but of is it, circumstances. Sure. But is it something that you, have you felt better about approaching those relationships with our, my daughter. Yes. Um, and actually she's very, she can be kind of on the negative side. So I have been able to take the positive aspects of everything and try to turn that around and say, okay, all right, let's look at the positive. Then. Um, when we've done the things of choosing three positive things throughout the day, I've actually have implemented that with her when she gets on the downside of things. Um, I'm like, okay, what, what's going on today that has been good. So I try to implement that with things. So that's so um, good. So that's that's the part that I've been able to do when we've had interventions. So that's so good. And there, it's those little things that we can do to encourage anyone in our life—a friend, a family member—when they're stuck in that negative mindset. My mom just had knee surgery back in January, and thought she had a total knee replacement, and she thought that she'd be good to go in four weeks. She knew, I know, right? She knew what the doctors were saying with it being eight to 12 and all this stuff. She was like, I'm good. I'm going to be fine in, in four weeks. And then when she wasn't, she got super depressed. And so I would get calls almost daily of my oh, mom no. in tears, which of course broke my heart. And so I had to get in that mindset of, okay, I can't just tell her to stop crying. Like that's not right. going to work. It's definitely hurt. So how can I help her to see the positive? Which sounds funny, but it's like, mom, you're only four weeks into this and you are already doing so well. Don't judge yourself based on being a year <laughs> out from this, you know, but it's that opportunity, those opportunities come up daily to encourage someone to see it in a more yeah. positive way. Yeah. Just so true. Well, Kelly, what would you encourage our audience with in terms of the pies. And that's a pretty general question, but I want to keep it general because I want you to have the ability to say whatever would come to your mind. With it. <laughs> One, don't give up hope. Don't let your day-to-day um, ins and outs and struggles really deteriorate. I can't do this. Start over the next day. It's no different than even an exercise plan. You, you miss a day because you hurt muscles or something and you're like, you're just too sore. You can't do it. You pick it up on, a ne- on another day. It's the same concept. You have a bad day. You got a cold or something that really puts you down for the day. You get up the next day and and do it. If you have faith in God, you know, just find that inner peace somewhere. Even if you don't have faith in in God, you know, find an inner peace that you can handle your day to day. And that's where I'm at and I've been at since the beginning is it was a year ago in February when my husband finally said, I need to leave just after our 27th anniversary. It took a little bit. I need to go through those stages. And we all do. But finding that inner peace so that you know you yourself are okay and that you can get through. And I said, my faith is what has pulled me and has kept me lifted up every day. I do have down days, but I allow, I believe it was you that we, you did a podcast with somebody that talked about allowing yourself to have a day to be down. Yes. And, I did an interview yeah. with David Matthews. Yes. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, in fact, actually I was having some struggling time and I called in sick, I think two days after that hmm. I needed a day and I don't normally call in sick for myself to do things like that, mm-hmm. but it just reassured me 
that it's okay to have a day to be down. And, And since then, I've learned too that I can, I looked back at my prior days and I was like, I would get myself through the week and my weekends were just total down. I I just had to just let everything go. And I just vegged all weekend because I stayed strong and tried to keep up with everything all during the week. I was, I was emotionally drained from keeping Mm. myself up. So, but allowing that and say, okay, it's okay to have a day that you're down. It's been better because I know that if I start feeling that way, I can let it go and pick it up in a day or two. And um, that has helped immensely. Having that, it's okay. So um, I just encourage everyone to keep it up. Do the homework. <laughs> That's right. another thing I wanted to add too, is do the homework. Um, right. Do the questions, do the printouts um, and write them down. Because if you don't write them down, just like, you know, Kimberly has always said, you've got to write them down. And and it's proven test. If you don't write things down, it just goes away. And do the homework. Stick with the Facebook for encouragement. If you find one person that, you know, you feel more connected to because they can help. Yes, we're not allowed to do the private messaging, but you can tag them in a message and do it that way. uh, And you never know, just like you just said. You don't know who else is out there that could use that particular statement or encouragement on that particular day. Because believe me, there's been many of them that have come across either the marriage helper or the pies that I needed that. I needed that lift, that boost. So hang in there. All of us will get through this. That's so good, Kelly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Everything. Preach. That's what, <laughs> That's what I Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for joining me for this. I, again, just your support, your encouragement, your seeing your face, your beautiful smile, you you do radiate. You do. I'm just sitting here like I could just sit here and talk with you just because I feel happier right now. Because you're smiling and well, you have a great smile. Well, my new identity is my laughter. So oh, I love and, that. Yeah, that's Everyone at work, that's when, with this time off, everyone's like, I need Kelly's laugh. I need Kelly's laugh. So (laughs) what a great thing for people to see and know about you. Yeah. That speaks volumes. Thanks. (laughs) That speaks volumes. So here are the key takeaways for your pies from our conversation with Kelly. The first thing is you are not alone in what you are feeling, what your situation is, what you are doing. You aren't alone in feeling overwhelmed in feeling maybe hopeless and feeling confused. You're not alone. And there are other people out there who want to encourage you, who want to support you and who need your support and encouragement. Find those people and be that encouragement and support for each other. The second thing is it is okay to take the time to work on you. Focus on the things that will bring you joy and contentment that will help you move towards your pies. Even if it takes time and dedication to focus on those things and even a change in your schedule or saying no to others or to things that you have typically done, 
It's okay. It's better for you to fill your cup up than to be depleted all of the time. And the third thing is to be there for others. We said that a little bit before in that first point, but when you begin to work on your pies and see change in yourself, others are going to see it in you, but they're not going to know why. (laughs) When you share the joy of pies with other people and how they can begin to work on themselves physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually, then you begin to create a movement and to be part of the movement that's happening. And you're giving those people something that they can focus on to get them out of the rut that they are in. So share the joy of it. Start walking clubs, start supper clubs, start book clubs, whatever it might be. Get others involved with you and make it a community effort to work on your pies. Friends, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to go and subscribe to this podcast and leave an honest review. I love to hear from you guys. So be sure to go and do that. And it will also help more people find the podcast as well. You can always find out more information by going to itstartswithattraction.com for show notes, for updates, and to join the email list so that every Friday you can get an encouraging email that specifically tells you what you can do to work on your pies so that you can become the best that you can be physically, intellectually, emotionally, and spiritually. Until next week, keep working on your pies and stay strong.